I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, 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 and welcome to the new normal. That's right. This is how we make television now, all the time. I mean, this has as high a production values as The Mash Report, Have I Got News For You, any of those shows now. I mean, the bar has significantly lowered, but do any of those shows have my bookcase? No, they don't. So in a way, you're getting extra now. Now, today on the show, we have the fabulous Ashling B. That's our very special guest. Um, I've washed my hair especially, and I've let it go into a beachy wave by putting a salt spray into it. Um, this, is the kind of, this is the kind of grooming that you can expect all week. Um, I'm just going to pop this on and see if I can go live with Ashling B. In five, four, three... Yeah! Oh, <laughs> You're the first person to have done that, to have come on with a sexy little. Well, I'm out for the evening, Debs. We're on our little gals' night out, aren't we? I mean, we're basically out on the town. <laughs> we're out on the town, Debs, and I'm not wearing any trousers. Yay! Hey! Uh, um, no, I put makeup on, but zero bra, zero bra, zero bras. Don't know am, how we're going to go back to it, to be honest. I'm wearing a light. I'm wearing a light number. Oh, excuse me, I think once I put a dress on, it just feels right. It just feels right. The rest of the day, I have a sports bra because I've done some exercise. I know. Yeah. Don't go on about it. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, Shut right. Debs. Training Shut for up. the Olympics are next year, are we? The Commonwealth Games. Be realistic. Realistic <laughs> goals. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm not going to set myself too high a target. I'll just go for the Commonwealth Games. The Commonwealth Games. I'm never going to be an Olympian. Mm -hmm. I think we need to be realistic about that now. But I reckon I could take a crack at the Commonwealth. I, what I did, and this may put paid to my dreams of meddling glory. Yes. Yesterday, I was taking a Zoom call on my big round chair in the window. Ooh. Big round chair. I like to sit on that with a little bit more like a womb basket. You know, like all a little bit more. Kind of cute. Kind of adorbs. Yeah. Imagine me being adorable on a round chair in a, in a baby. I don't even have to imagine. I'm seeing it right now, Deborah. I may, and then um, my delivery uh, rang on the doorbell because they do that thing where they stand well back and sort of throw the food and run. Mm -hmm. And I got up quickly because I didn't want to keep them waiting and ran across the room 
not realizing my foot had gone to sleep. <gasps> so, Deborah. My, so then I sort of fell and sprained the side of my foot. Oh, and Deborah. My Commonwealth Games dreams might be you coming still do it. You're going to be the cool runnings. Well, it's the Commonwealth Games. I still did my Zoom personal training today, but we did a lot of core work, nothing on the feet. Yeah, none of that classic foot exercises you normally love Well, just no jumping around. I can't really wait on it. So um, I was so scared that living in a house that, so as not to put a burden on the NHS, and I'm so bloody clumsy. Mm. I was trying to always just move about really carefully so I didn't burden the NHS with any stupid injury. And I've Brilliant. gotten so many cuts on my feet and my hands. And the other day I tried to do a squat and I pulled my lower back and my arse Ooh. muscle. Oh, and I, I have a oh, broken yes, arse, but I cannot go to the NHS at the moment with a broken arse because it's just too, it's just too, it's just too, I'd be too much of a stupid burden. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought because Tom was saying, can you move your toes? And at the point I couldn't. He was like, oh God, if you've broken something and we have to turn up at an NHS hospital that's full because of Because you tripped running for your yeah. delivery. Firstly, burdening <laughs> them. Can't. Secondly, exactly, literally running for my Joe and the Juice. And secondly, uh. I'll get the virus if I go into a hospital probably because it's, it's full of it. So, so anyway, it's, it's fine. But my feminist dance instructor, shut up, um, she's amazing. Feminist dance instructor. What makes her a feminist dance instructor? She's got a program um, that actually, we're, I think we're going to all do a class with her on Zoom. Oh, are we? Um, yeah. And uh, it's called... In hello, her... everybody who's tuning in, by the way. Hi. Yes, hello. I'll hello, probably everybody. read the comments, or maybe I should. Hello. Um, it's, uh, they would just tell you to wait at home anyway. Basically, mm -hmm. Daisy's telling us you'd be unwelcome with your broken ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine going in. Hey, could you have a look at my arse? I kind of squatted too hard trying to train myself <laughs> for the Commonwealth Games. I squatted too hard. They'd be like, sure, we've got all the fucking time in the world, lady. Take a seat. Um, you can't. You can't sit down. We see that. Um, of course. So, yeah, she does something called, in. I think it's called in, in Her. And it's, it's my cat popped up. Um, and, it, and it's sort of letting you free yourself, you know, um, as I explained to you the other night on a house party, Ashling, I just want to get it to li live a little bit more of my hips because I think mm -hmm. my jokes tend to be from here up and I need to get my jokes into my hips. Oh, really? A bit of a uh, badum tish in your, in your walk. <laughs> I just think in general it's good to get into your body, isn't it? I Could we discuss uh, a more, you know. house party in general? I'm assuming mm. what snacks? Someone just asked me what snacks. It's actually not snacks. It's my whole dinner. And they are oven chips and ketchup in a bowl. Ooh, and, wow. I'm a, and I'm a 21-year-old woman. And that's what I'm eating for my dinner. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Deborah? Um, I'm having oven chips for my dinner. Big, crispy oven chips with a load of ketchup on them. And that nice. all I want is yellow foods at the moment. I'm not all I'm pretty much eating. Um, you do what you need to do. I read an amazing thing about trauma today about how all of our responses are valid responses that come, it's how your personality, so everyone's a bit odd and a bit different, and a bit heightened. Yes. But some people are going, you need to calm down and because that's what they need to do. And some people are going, you need to keep creative because that's what they need to do. Mm. Um, or maybe they're instinctively doing the opposite. And so they're shouting at themselves when they're shouting at you. So it's, it's actually all of these things are just your personality's answer to trauma and we actually yes. according to this trauma specialist will not be able to process this trauma for a few years 
do you think this might be me finally processing the potato famine of 1849 (laughs) and i'm not even on board with this yet i'm just finally processing that well they say that there is inherited trauma it comes through in your genes so possibly Mm. Absolutely. If I was wearing jeans now, Deborah, I'd probably feel, hey, you're all very welcome to the Guilty Feminist Live job. So tell us about House Party. What were you going to say about House Party? Well, the House Party, I'm not sure. And I'm so sorry, by the way, if people can hear me chewing because it's the worst thing in the world. Oh, there's my friend Ginger. Ginger Gonzaga's online. Um, Ginger plays my best friend, uh, not just in real life, but in um, uh, Living With Yourself, the Paul Rudd uh, show. I mean, on Netflix, please watch it. I loved that show. I found it mm-hmm. was it's such a strong idea and your performances are so beautiful. And because you're both very, very good actors, it's, it, it just, it elevates it from you know, co- high concept comedy about a man who basically has a clone um, into something that's very, very relatable and full of heart. Your love story, oh, it's beautiful. It's really lovely. Oh, thank you, Deborah. Do you know mm. what? Normally I might say stop it, but to be honest, you're one of the few people I've spoken to today, so I'll take the compliment because that will <laughs> just that'll go keep on me and going. on. Yeah, yeah, it is lovely oh, though. Your relationship party, though. with him is very beautiful, and that dance sequence—it's so well directed oh, and put together. How long did it take you so to learn hard. that? Oh, days and days. We so <clears throat> um, if you haven't seen Living with Yourself on Netflix, spoiler: there's a dance in it. Uh, someone just said they fully expected me to see eating potato waffles. It's only because I've run out of potato waffles. I'm literally emptying my freezer. <laughs> oven chips are what happens when I run out. This? Like, and they're it... the ends of the bag of oven chips as well. You has know, it... it's not even the good bits. Has it come to this that you run out of potato waffles and you are reduced to chips? Do you know what, though? What was a lovely thing? There's a local policeman who's also a friend of mine. And, well, he works as a volunteer policeman. And he's a friend of mine and he saw and he works in the area I live in and he saw that I'd run out of waffles and tried to make my own, which if you look at my Instagram, went so terrible. And um, he left a box of potato waffles, which I've already finished. It was only last week um, on my doorstep. And that is a sort of police force. I want to see more of in this country. I, I, I could get behind that more than some of the other stories I've heard about. The you police really could. Uh, but back more, to the dance. So, back to the um, dance. Back to the house. Val and John, who directed Living With Yourself and also directed things like Little Miss Sunshine and they're a husband and wife team and they're amazing. They saw uh, um, Jenny uh, Shore. See, I can't walk from one room to the other without it sticking. Oh, Deborah. Sorry, I went to get a Diet Coke and for some reason the internet in this flat is such that I can't walk two feet without a Are you getting sponsored by Coca-Cola to slowly drink a Diet Coke on this, Deborah? I bloody should be. I'm telling you, the amount of Diet Coke I've consumed on this. I'm getting paid by the potato lobby. (laughs) Oh my God, look at the ketchup on my hand. If you're not, it's a travesty because they owe you big time. They really do. I don't get paid a single penny by Bird's Eye Potato Waffles. Not a single penny. But I do it out of a sort of sense of civic duty, really. Of um, sense of national pride. Sense of national pride, exactly. Um, so yeah, the dance, Jenny Shore and her husband, Will Butler, who are in Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire released um, a new song and they did like a sort of couples dance to it online. Ah. And so Val and John found that online and then got Jenny to come and help myself and Paul choreograph a dance together. But we made it up together <gasps> in a room before we started filming. Did you? Yeah. And so, Did you make it up? Oh, yeah. We all made it up, the three of us together. 
so we kind of came up with it and they spent ages coming up with a song and then they decided to use Rick James because the Rick James song that is in it, Rick James has that song, uh, Super Freak, which is in Little Miss Sunshine, their other uh, famous movie. And um, yeah, so like say there's a bit where Paul and I do like a pat a cake thing. Yes. And that's based on a thing Paul does with his daughter. And so there's loads of little bits in it that we, but we did make it up ourselves. Took so long. That's why it looks authentic, though. It looks like a dance that a couple have had these in jokes. Yeah, that's sort of what we wanted to their do. Wedding. Yeah, yeah, it does yeah. look like that. Because I've never told you this, Ashling, but when Tom and oh I got God. married, um, we went to... It was so bad. It's so, so bad. We went to this dance. Tom's laughing because he can hear what I'm talking about. He's shaking uh -oh. his head. I'm going to show you sharp Tom's shaking his head at this. Oh, Tom's going <laughs> in the corner. Um, our friends... Is my husband also shaking his head. <laughs> Darling, you're drunk again. I'm on an Insta Live. Please. Uh, your wife's on television. For God's sake, get it together. It's a very difficult time for people in relationships spending a lot of time together. <laughs> it's not well. It's not well. It's not um, well. I'm quite hysterical. It's the end of the week. Never mind our child. He's supposed to be looking after our daughter as well. <laughs> well, look, Scandalous. She she looks fine to be honest yeah i mean oh, she's been out as well <laughs> um i am feeling a bit hysterical it's that time of the week um uh yeah we were told by friends you've got to go to someone who can show you how to do your first dance and just give you a few tips so that you're yes. you know you know what you're doing and i said oh that's actually a very good idea because i hate being watched dancing and you know i like i i don't mind being watched doing something i'm good at like, you know, going up, you know, I love, I love, it's not like, I, oh, I'm such a shy. No yes. one's going to, no one is going to accept my shrinking violet story. Yes, However, exactly. you know, dancing in front of people. I, I like mm -hmm. dancing at parties, but just suddenly everyone watching you, I thought, oh, this is awful. So we went along and just said, look, we just want to, and it was a friend of a friend who choreographs things for Strictly, which if you're watching internationally is Dancing with the Stars. And we said, we just want Deborah. a couple of tips. Just a couple of tips on mm -hmm. little moves we can do and put together ourselves. So like, if, I, if you do this, we're going to do this, yeah? Mm -hmm. And uh, so like two or three moves that we can alternate if we get a bit like, what the fuck are we going to do now? And everyone's still staring. Yeah. She had put together a full Strictly routine. <laughs> and so were you and Tom? It was so bad. Also I'm just imagining Tom swinging you round by the legs on the I dance mean, floor you know when it they was do those basically things. that and i was like what the fuck because i was like i was very stressed out my mother was i think had was about to come over nice sorry nice. just someone was asking so i was quietly like showing my earrings sarah pasco stand up gave me those for my birthday and they're Aww. somewhere on my instagram who made them and yes for anyone asking this is a repeal mug nice which was also sent to me but yes yeah, we, so we need to talk about poland today as far as repeal goes um oh but we'll get to that after this story. <laughs> after, uh, after the story of you doing strictly dancing with tom for your wedding it was so twee as well she wanted me to sort of go around behind and tap him on the shoulder and then he would look this way and i'd be the other <laughs> way like, a bit of a play and i was so stressed my mom was coming out you know but it's just you just have three million things to do and i was mm -hmm. just like I was just like, I cannot learn a dance now. I know that I can't learn a dance now. And Tom is very procedural. So once he started something, he uh -oh. wanted to see it through and wanted to mm. learn this routine. But it was so ludicrous as well that I would feel very embarrassed. She was best her. She was trying to do the right thing. I'm not, I'm sure somebody would have done this routine very well. But in the <laughs> oh, end, Deborah, <laughs> that's a I, lovely thing to say. <laughs> oh, 
you. You would have done it very well. I know that because I saw as you As a dance. dancer, speaking as a dancer, you know. Well, I saw you dancing on a television show with Paul Rudd and I thought, she's good. She would have done that routine brilliantly. I did have to. I was showing off a little bit. I, I, I don't mind a dance, Deborah. But I, I know what you mean because I get like that playing music in front of people. I get very nervous and my hands get really shaky. So if it's not within your comfort zone, it doesn't matter if you're confident. You can still feel... Because a lot of dancing is letting go and letting yourself feel free. And the same sort of with music. It's knowing that wherever you put your fingers, it's going to make a, um, a nice kind of a sound. But it, because if you don't, it's like... Duh, 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 exactly. You know? uh, my other favourite thing that you did this year was not, was not acting either. It, one of my favourite things of yours that you did was dancing. The other favourite thing... And which I actually cannot understand how you did it without laughing, because I can't watch it without laughing to the point of tears, is singing. When you sang with Sharon Horgan, oh. that Granbury song. Oh, In my this God. way up. How did you ever, and this was in your own show, how did you ever get through that? Because the earnestness of the performance is what's key to it. Deborah, it took us so long to the point where no one else was laughing anymore and everyone was really annoyed. So if anyone's just joined us, what we're talking about now is in This Way Up, which is my show, Sharon Horgan and I have a scene when we're singing. Um, and yes, in, in episode four, we're singing Zombie. And I swear to God, we couldn't look at each other. And there's maybe only one or two takes and those were the ones they had to use. You know, Perfect, it, it reminded me of my sister and I used to go to mass when we were kids. Big shout out to Mass. Mm. And we would not be able to look at each other during Mass without laughing. And we weren't even finding anything funny. But you know when you're just with someone and you just do this mm. and you're like... Oh. And it's too... You're not supposed to laugh. And it's because people were getting more annoyed with us and we had to finish the day. Mm. And we couldn't. And I think neither Sharon or I knew what each other was going to do. But we were really trying to harmonise with each other. Mm. And we also wanted to come across as brilliant singers, so we really wanted to do a lovely version of it, you know, and as a tribute to Dolores and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. It was so earnest and perfectly pitched. And it was just hysterically funny. I think you've just got to have bones as funny as yours and Sharon's to do that. Because someone was no just asking, point, it's on Hulu in America and still will be viewed on all four, Channel 4. Get on all um, fours this evening with Ashling B. That's what yeah. I heard. Um, so, I need to ask you the official questions. Oh, are there official questions? There are official oh, questions, Deborah, yeah. I totally didn't do my homework. I forgot to look. It's, honestly, it's fine. They're all questions you can answer, but I'm not asking the same questions every day. But do you uh, know what? Can I just say, in fairness yes. to oven chips, you might think you're getting the end of the bag, right? But mm. actually, it's the shitty little bits from the end mm. of oven chips that are actually... You're absolutely right. It's those really crispy, tiny oh. bits. That's, that's right. You're absolutely yeah. right. You're not absolutely. wrong. Um, has this crisis... Thank you, everyone, with... being lovely, by the way. A lot of people being very nice about the show. Very Thank nice. you very much. Somebody also said that I was pretty, and I know she's... Oh, Deborah! You it's were clocked. so humble to not have acknowledged it at the time. It's, <gasps> it's clocked. Deborah! It's clocked. No, You're not I'm just a library so... girl. You're a head cheerleader. <laughs> what, if I, what if I shook my hair down at the same time? What if I did that at the same time? I've, I've only got one hand, so I can't, but look. I'll try and do it all in one. <gasps> Deborah, I just well, got a I... giant boner. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's inconvenient because you're not wearing any pants. Now, I'm wearing, um, I'm wearing like pants. I'm just not wearing full trousers. So it's like a short. Uh, yeah, for some reason, I, I meant American pants uh, oh. that someone said the other day. Got now, a bit Hollywood, Debs. Go on. Are you? I know I'm so Hollywood. Are you 
are you uh having any i'm a feminist butt moments lately because of the because of the crisis uh, that you may not have had before um so i'm a feminist but i genuinely am interested to see where the waxing situation goes without oh. i may order some home wax and to see what i can do but i just know i'll have hot wax poured all over it and i won't be able to do it i won't be able to rip it off i suppose i'm personally not a waxer i'm a, a depilatory cream you know a bit of an oh. immaculate oh so you can do it yourself legs. what i found is i've been keeping my legs unhaired for myself mm. that's what i wanted but the middle gal the gal we all know and love downstairs she's just letting it all go free so it turns out i was only ever doing that for other people not right. for myself so down there is you know kitty cat kitty cat on the street no, no owner never been groomed kitty cat you know? kitty cat on the street no owner never been groomed <laughs> are you are you suggesting you have a feral vagina i mean there's no suggestion about it but i'm not going to show it today because you know we could make a lot of money for charity that way if we actually did want to display it but um, i need to let you know now it's important mm -hmm. information to have that hanna from the merch store every day watches this and she picks something that that the guest says that's funny <laughs> kitty cat, she kitty. puts it, she puts it on a t-shirt and then she sells it and you or yeah. if you prefer another comedian who's struggling to pay their rent gets that cash all of the cash the merch store don't take any profit it's and it's, it's all charity charity demand. it's all done on demand and it can go to yes. Europe and go to another performer um and uh uh i feel like you <laughs> may have peaked <laughs> very early what was it kitty cat kitty cat i can't really remember on the street It'll be, we can with pay no it back. owner we'll it. definitely <laughs> no owner is the big thing no one to groom it feral kitty. you know but happy deborah it's a summer doesn't happy need feral a home kitty it's warm outside in the evening full moon at night um doesn't doesn't need an owner you know um, it doesn't it doesn't did you do you is it is that all is that a safe place for that kind of cream because i feel that cream's quite burning oh, um, yeah um yeah It is. It's a safe yeah. place for that cream. Okay, well yeah. maybe I'll order some of that cream. The firemen have not been called as of yet, Dems. <laughs> And to be honest, right now you cannot call emergency services because you've put too much cream on your feral kitty. Yeah. It's just not going to wash. Um <laughs> No, I wash it. <laughs> put the garden hose down there, you know. Um do you have any It's not strategy. it's not like a feral cat in that sense and that it doesn't lick itself clean. Oh, come oh. on. It's only the early evening. I'm What sorry about that. What did somebody say? Oh, so, no. Okay. I've never been through I've not really oh. any of these out. Um people are wanting kitty t-shirts. They're, they're already selling like hotcakes <laughs> <Okay. printed. laughs> Do you have any coping strategies to say emotionally or mentally stable during this time? Uh cuz you're quarantined alone, yeah? Mm, well, except for myself and obviously my husband and my child. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel awkward. now you already introduced them and we've all been coping very well you've been and um, you know what though debs i'm not surprised they're not in showbiz except you no. might recognize my celebrity actor husband oh. um yes, he's, uh, the from... team, he's the team monkey oh deborah i don't want to be defined by who i'm going out with i want <laughs> to be my own man as it were um but and then there's also frank my robot hoover big shout out to frank over there yeah uh, i'm being a lot nicer to alexa as i was saying the other day because oh. she interrupts all the time but now she's a key part of my social circle 
So I used to be like, no, Alexa, shut up. And now I'm like, oh, thanks, Alexa, but we don't need you right now, but we might need you later because I can't, anyone talking to me. Do you know, apparently children are becoming ruder because they don't have to say please and thank you to Alexa. I think you should have to program that in. Yes. Especially for when all the robots come to uh, take us over in the end and become our overlords. Yes. You know, they'll remember who said, uh, (laughs) someone's asking, where is Hilda? Um, Deborah, you might know this from being in my house. Hilda is my mannequin uh, who is here. I've actually taken her hat to wear. Oh, so also there's a whole host of characters. So See, I am this, not... is, this is we're cutting to this section, which is one of my favorite sections, which is, do you have anything in your house you'd like to show us? And no. yes, Hilda the mannequin. <laughs> Hilda the mannequin. I worry she a comes challenge. to life at night. No, I don't think she does. She sort of keeps herself to herself. And if she does, do you know what? All, all the best to her because she really, she doesn't make a, an absolute squeak. She's, she's she one of those people. She's not like Kim Cattrall. That's my concern from the movie Mannequin, who came to life. Oh, yes. Probably because she is a mannequin. They don't tend to have a variety of personalities in their faces, actually, do they? Just sort of, no, you know, stoic. About her, though. I love the way she's dressed. She's styled beautifully. Did you style her or did she style herself? I did, actually, yes. Uh, she's wearing um, a, a scarf made from cut-offs. Nice. Um, she's wearing this also this feminist scarf by a textile artist called Olivia Wendell, New York nice. artist. A cape that was my mother's from the 90s. Uh, she normally wears this hat and then she's also wearing a tea cosy that Amy Annette, my friend Amy Annette, yeah. uh, gave me. But I don't have the right teapot for it. So it goes on Hilda's head. Stunning. That's, a be- that's beautiful. Thank you for showing us a little bit of your house. Inside um, Celebrity Mansion with yes. Ashling B. Indeed. I remember we found an egg in your garden once. That was Oh, exciting. yeah, we did. That was really, I mean, listen, Deborah, we're still getting over that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently, you can find eggs in the ground. We didn't know. Mm. We're still not sure if it was, a, it was some kind of uh, spirit visited upon us. No, um, I've talked about that in a few podcasts, actually. So if anyone wants to hear the story of the mysterious egg, I talked about it on Pete Holmes' podcast recently. Sorry to mention another podcast, Deborah. I thought you were going to say sorry to, me- to, to mention a bigger celebrity because he has his own TV show. There's no bigger celebrity than no. Deborah Francis White. I, I, feel that, I feel that there are almost only bigger celebrities than Deborah Francis White. Someone just said about uh, foxes burying eggs. Now, the only thing is that this was buried really deep in a pot and it was a raw egg. So how did the fox not break it and put it in a ceramic pot in my garden? It was a spirit. It wasn't a boiled egg. It was a real egg. And someone asking me, am I going insane? This is genuinely chamomile tea. And we genuinely found a whole raw egg in a pot buried in we my saw, we garden. Were, and, and there were a number of people there and we all... A number of people there. And when I took it out in my hand, it just went and exploded. In my hand, ladies and gentlemen. It did explode. It was an exploding egg. And the world has not been quite the same. A chicken egg from Tesco's, yes. I feel like there was was something that was opened into the universe that day because that set off a chain of events that led to us all being in our house 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, God. It's all I'm saying. All the virus in that egg that day. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I, d- I don't want to say it was definitely your fault, so I won't. Okay. I'm <laughs> That's not in my insurance. I don't know it's if I not, could financially cover that. It's not been proven. 
Um, mm -hmm. Has anything about this whole experience surprised you? Either the way you've responded to it in a way that you went, oh, I didn't know I was like that, or how the world, how humankind has responded. Is there anything that's surprised you? Uh, what surprised me? I suppose, I mean, I think we're all in a state of surprise. It's almost very filmic. All of this is all feels yeah. very like filmic. And, and I think what's surprising is the idea that community means being on our own. So if you want to do something communal for the effort, you have to stay away from community. So when people talk about wartime spirit and that, it, it's that, but it's also against what it feels kind of to be human. Like for my friends who are off work with kids, I want to go over and babysit them. Or if you, um, you know, are lonely, I want to go over and visit you or I want you to come and visit me or to cook for people. And that's the opposite of what you have to do. And that feels very odd and not and touch and not being able to touch people because you know I'm a real creep Deborah you know the way I like to creep up on people and give them a little touch um so that's been difficult for me to maintain my <laughs> creep status I'm going cold turkey on the creeping um but that's I suppose been I think that's been such the tricky thing like the idea that we can't go and visit the elderly or people sick in hospital and that all of us have to stay away from each other that's mm -hmm. the um and that for a lot of us there's nothing we can do other than that donate to charity volunteer it and when you can but even that you have to be very careful doing that mm. um yeah so that's been the sort of half paralyzing uh, th that's maybe been the surprising part of it you know yeah what it's it's interesting what you miss and what defines you um, what what you didn't know to find you that to find you that you just thought was part of the wallpaper of your life and the mm. furniture of your life and then you go you can't take that away because there are things for example in this room if you removed them I would barely notice yes and there are things that if you took them away I would be like you can't Someone's take them away it's really yes. important yeah um, there are things that I would happily you know in this room that I would happily lend out and there are things in this room where I'd go oh I'll feel a vacuum if it's not there mm. but I think what surprised me is I didn't know that some of the things that were so important to me were important to me oh tell me what they are Debs and also if people in the comments what's the surprising thing maybe you found uh, that you miss the thing and it can be like for me it's so mundane it, it is touch and it's not like uh. sexy touch it's actually just genuinely going thank you yeah. or hi or you know yeah. Um, hugs and that yeah thing. and spending time when you're out and about when you go on a little walk like chatting to people like those little minutiae conversations and moments of touch throughout the day um are, i find are the things i miss the little coffee shops a lot of people saying that hugging yet mm. those things miss hugs oh hugs guys oh. i think honestly for me there's two things one is getting pretty and i know that sounds it's real i'm a feminist but but yeah it's such a big part of my identity, I realized, to decorate myself, to dress up. And, it, it, you know, there's a certain amount you could do at home, but I'm not very good at blow-drying my hair. So I used, to, I used to go out and, I mean, I'll have to learn and I will learn, but I used to mm -hmm. love getting a blow-dry. I like going out and feeling really pretty, having my eyelashes done. And yeah. Like, just, I didn't know what a big part of my identity that was. And it's also, I mean, of course, you can put a top hat on and that's fun, but it's not the same, is it, as sort of really kind of getting dressed up and going out. Um, it's, it's, no, I it's wish not. I did. It's, do you know what I mean? Like, like I, this is, sounds like I've dismissed your top hat and I didn't mean to, I just meant like, of course I could dress up more, but even, <laughs> 
the next question is have you had a low moment where you felt really sad and just now when you did my just, i didn't even know it was that big a hat you know in real life know. it doesn't even look that dramatic it's just sort of my general house chapeau <laughs> it's just my house chapeau oh. Deborah. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Also, the other thing I miss is open shops. Not because I want to go in them. Yeah, but just having a look. Little browser bit and also Camden High Street. Just the can I say at this point, we all realise just as a as a, um, a little coder, we mm-hmm. all realise how incredibly we lucky are for these to be the things we miss. I know of there course. are loads of people working of really hard, but it is okay. I was listening to. Do you know one thing I really loved? Sorry to mention another podcast, Debs. But oh my Brené, god, Brené Brown has a new podcast. Oh, yeah, out. fair enough, fair enough. You can mention Brené Brown. And oh, I miss going to Tesco at 1 p.m., 1 a.m. That's a lovely one. Just pop mm. into Tesco's at 1 a.m. Love yes. it. Um, a, late, a late night Tesco. Little late night Tesco's. Mm. Um, but Brené Brown was saying, talking about comparative suffering, that you don't have to uh, compare your suffering all the time to someone else's bigger suffering, that you can mm. own your little moments of sadness just in the day go, oh, God, I miss hugs. And that's, that's okay. Or I miss physical mm. contact. Or I miss getting to see my friends or my family or my lovers mm. um, um, you know and whoever the, those are um, and that's okay that can be your little moment you're in no way saying that in comparison to some people suffering it's no, okay but it can be okay to just go ouch today I'm, I'm grumpy and it's almost like a version of why it's okay to feel depressed sometimes or if your mental health goes sometimes there's no rhyme or reason but the little mm. the small little moments and minutiae of things are probably things most people miss more than the big stuff, you know. Steve's very, very good. Um, people who watch, who listen to the Girls First regularly, will know um, that I live with Steve, who's from Syria, and Brownie Brown. Yes, he, Steve. He um, and he he lives in um, Tom and uh, my spare room. Who well, Steve's room now? It's not a spare room. It's Steve's room. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he's been through a lot with the war and refugee 
mm-hmm. a refugee experience with full displacement, the Calais jungle and some real death defying moments. And he's so good at saying, if I ever go, oh, but this is nothing compared to you. You know, if I'm having a sort of, you know, a, a low moment about my career or some, something that's happened, just emotional, some, something's upset me even before this, he, I'd say, oh, I feel stupid saying this to you. He would say, no, it's your experience is your experience and it's valid. And yeah. he said, you know, I remember things in Syria where I, you know, it is upsetting if your luggage goes missing or, you know, like he said, it, it is upsetting. And he said a sign for him that he's getting better is when he gets irritated by red tape. He's like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. said that when the bank sort of like, you know, oh, you've got to now fill out another form. He's like, oh. he said, that's a really good sign. Because, because it, I you, think- you get, you get to finally the things they're not, they're not, um, they're not like wartime present uh, they're, exactly. uh, moments. It's like, oh, I get to be just annoyed about normalcy, like most humans exactly. get to have. Exactly. And he said in the Calais jungle, if someone had told him he could open a bank account. Oh, interestingly, someone's commented, lots of people are commenting they miss McDonald's and Nando's and a hugging <laughs> and fish and chips. Someone said that they missed their alone time. And that's quite an interesting mm. one I can imagine for, I'm on my own here, except for my, my daughter and my husband. Um, mm. But uh, I can imagine, like for a lot of performers or freelance workers, this is a scary time, but also it's not crazily different to a mindset we often have, which is not knowing when the next bit of work is coming in, mm. not knowing what direction it is. Being out of work never feels like a holiday. It feels like mm, low level anxiety. But I can imagine for people who live and work so they have a routine and weekends off and a structure to your day and close off and finish at five mm-hmm. and have time with people or um, they go home to their house and there are separate places for their mental health. That must feel, mm-hmm. that must feel brand new and like to not to totally be able to get a hold of that, you know? Well, Gina, who works with me is sort of my right-hand woman. She said to me today, normally I have work me where I go into the office and then might go to an event and you know I put on a costume for that and I go in and that's work me and I come home and I'm mum me to her little Mm -hmm. girl and and you know I'm girlfriend me to her you know partner and then I'm you know I might be out in the town with friendship she said that's all gone and it's all become one thing where I'm only I'm the same person in the same clothes has to be all of those different roles and I thought it's a really interesting way of putting it and I think if if you are um, sharing a space, you know, hopefully you're sharing a space with somebody you love or at least like, or at mm-hmm. least can stand and someone who's not being horrible or abusive to you. Um, but if you are not in an extreme situation, I think you can mm-hmm. still get that tension of please go out for your walk when I'm, and I'll stay home, then I'll go out for my walk when you yeah. stay home, just so you get a little bit of alone time. It's important. It's really important yeah. uh, to have that. Can I ask you, this is the most popular question on the, <gasps> of the day. And it's, Thanks for everyone being nice about my hat, by the way, particularly because Deborah Francis-White recently slighted it. I, I, I only said how wonderful it was. I, said, I thought this you, was a guilty feminist, not RuPaul's Drag Race uh, <laughs> there, Deborah. I didn't realise there was going to be nonstop I, shade on the show. I'm so sorry. I accidentally slipped into fashion police. <laughs> I, my inner Joan Rivers came out. No, I love that top hat. It's, it's, it's giving me life. I'm just saying... You can do fun things like that, but you can't sort of put on your, you know, your little black dress and just sit at home. It's weird to do that. So I miss <laughs> my little black dress. But a fun hat is a great thing to do to make you feel like you're dressed up for a minute. Fun hat, no hat. trousers, you know, all top hat, no trousers. That's as should be. <laughs> That's, that may well be a t-shirt, all top hat, no trousers. Uh, uh, but yes, this is the most popular question because uh, most people are 
Instagramming live their fun moments because we've all got to find mm -hmm. fun. So it's sort of, or they get on a house party, just made margaritas, you know. Yeah. And that we're not, of course, because we're human beings, live streaming our, our low moments. So this is the favorite question because it makes everyone feel sane. Have you got a low moment or a dark thought you've had, like a bleak place? Oh yeah, from last night up set? until today, I was going through a bit of a panicky stage and I felt very, oh, just panicky. And you know, like there's all the work no news fly flying about and I'm still in a very privileged position, you know, I had a good year last year and all that kind of stuff, but there's still a lot of the unknown, you know, and uh, you know, all the channels and people we rely on to pay us and make our work and stuff like that don't know what they're doing and they're losing money. And you know, it um, it's definitely, I definitely had a bit of like, and it just sort of sat with me uh, until today and I went on a walk and then I literally looked up to the sky and said to the universe, I'm letting it go, like a sort of like crazy lady. And then I turned the corner and my local pub, which had been closed down, um, had started, had opened up its door with a table and was selling beers that oh. you could take away with you. And I bought one and I was like, oh. okay, okay. And it just tasted really normal. Mm. And a few of the things I did, because I, I was so kind of on edge that I couldn't really settle with one thing. Like I, I found I'd go to do something on my to-do list and I couldn't settle with any one thing. And another thing I did was uh, Jesse Ware has a podcast called Table Manners Podcast. Again, sorry to mention another podcast. No, I've Deborah. done that one. I'm fine with that one. Okay, you've done that Listen one. You've to fine my episode. That one. I'm incredibly indiscreet because they got me really drunk. Oh, did they? They yeah. are actually a good old pair. Like, like, will you have another drink? Well, I they? brought a bottle of champagne and that was absolutely fatal. I can't even think of the things I said on that. I just... Deborah with a couple of glasses of wine, ladies I didn't... Gentlemen. Filter but they sent me their new cookbook, which I love, and oh, I God, just decided to look through every recipe page by page. And there's lots of nice little things that Jessie and her mom Lenny have, have written in it. And it wasn't like a whole book where you had to mm -hmm. focus or something. I just sort of um, uh, looked, and the t podcast is called Table Manners Podcast. And I just sort of looked at each page to sort of like almost like get all of the ducks in a row and put them yeah. all my all, almost like to try and formulate my um thoughts into a queue or so you know it's a, a self-distancing two meter oh. queue instead of everyone so that's been trying to find because that's hard to do in a house on your own without like your normal outlets like you can't just you know what i'll just go wander around the shops because that's kind of socially responsible so i think What's been interesting about this time is it's very scary for anyone with physical uh, pre-existing conditions. But I think the cure can be very scary for anyone whose pre-existing conditions are in the old noggin. Mm -hmm. And um, all of the things that you would recommend for people to stay mentally well, make sure you physically see people, go out and do exercise, mm -hmm. uh, go to work, have a, um, have a, a whatchamacallit, a, a structure, um, you know, wander around the shops uh, mm. are things that you're not supposed to do. And so it is a little bit of a, a tricky time to try and find your other self-soothers in those, in those moments. And, um, but that literally looking through that cookbook page by page, it was just so, it required so little of me to just look at a picture and food. And that's sort of mm -hmm. done. And the other thing I watched was Angela Scanlon has, um, a BBC show uh, called, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but like, do, it's about doing up a house. And it's mm -hmm. just a makeover before the house needed fixing and after it. And it's done up and clean. And the sort of, 
that mm -hmm. sort of programs are just real small little things. That's it's a really good structure. idea. A lot of people like, are saying that they miss yeah, structure. Just and even looking need, at structure, like yeah, a recipe need... or a before and after. It's just something. Mm -hmm. Do you know, one of the, and I did share it today and not, you know, because I'm your mate sharing your show, but it really came back to me um, in This Way Up, the show where we we're talking about you doing the funny song with Sharon Horgan, that, that the themes of that at the moment are so relevant. If you are feeling low or lonely, but you don't want to, you want to watch something that's going to catch you and something that's going to also be very funny. It's a great show because it's so much about loneliness and it is so much yeah. about, there's a, the scene that sticks out to me more than anything is a scene where, um, you, Sharon's playing your sister and you go over to see her because you've been d ditched by the people. And, uh, Sharon asks you, Sharon's character asks you, um, uh, is Sharon's character asks you if you're going, you know, you, you've, you've got plans, haven't you? And you don't want to admit you've been ditched by these other friends. So you say that you have, and you're joking around doing a funny little bit of comedy to your character is to make Sharon's character stay. And it's very, very funny. And the second she walks out the door, you just crumble, your character just crumbles onto the floor and is like hysterically weeping. And it really moved me because I don't see you think you see that depicted very much on screen. I think mostly it's like a sad person. Look, they're sad, they're depressed. They're always talking about how depressed they are. And actually that was the most truthful thing I've ever seen about depression, which is actually when people are in the room, you don't want to be the depressed one. So sometimes you're mm. faking, you're like, I'm trying to be fun and funny. So you stay with me because I cannot show you that I, how lonely I am. I don't want you to feel sorry for me. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be vulnerable. I'm just going to try and be really fun so you stay or so you invite me. I think and what I, I researched lo loneliness a lot and by research loneliness, I do mean I've been incredibly lonely at various points, have been during this process. Uh, I can be in crowds, in, in friendship groups. It can, it can catch us all. It's almost like, a, it's, almost like um, uh, it's, it's, it's something kind of missing. It's like a homelessness inside of you mm -hmm. sometimes. And it doesn't matter mm -hmm. what your um, station is in life. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Loneliness can creep in. And I don't think it, it looks a certain way. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing I read, which was interesting, and there was someone there who commented that they're afraid they're relapsing and they're spending a lot of time in isolation. And to feel isolated is different to being in isolation and um, doing stuff like this, logging into some kind of community. I would say trying to get out for that walk in the house, like the days I don't need a walk, I'm trying to stay in to take traffic off the streets, you know, stay mm -hmm. home if, if you don't need a walk that day. But if you do for your own mental health, go out and get your walk. Um, uh, and that is like, I hate the kind of people shaming uh, but like, there's a lot of people who don't have the benefit of an outdoor space and like stay away from each other, do your distance, but do go back and connect in, into the world in some just way. Just seeing humanity. I just need to see. Yeah. And it's not always sometimes. the answer. It's, it's not always the answer, but just know tomorrow might be a bit better as well. The, the thing about loneliness is um, what it says is that if you um, are very, if you, if you are very thirsty, uh, your body forces you to go and find more drink. If you're very hungry, your body tells you to go and eat more food. But if you're very lonely, the thing to not do is spend more time on your own. Mm. But the lonelier you feel, the more likely you are to shut yourself off, even though the cure is mm. connection. It's not people, mm. it's genuine connection. Mm -hmm. And because you can be around a load of people and not feel connected. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, 
some people, I had some people should be able to take my walk outside. Someone should be able to take my walk outside. Oh, someone oh, can't go walking. Can't. Sorry, yes. Um, Somebody also uh, there recommends going very early in the morning. A friend of mine's doing that. Yeah. To go at Today, a time when... I made the mistake of going out for my walk around the afternoon and I felt quite guilty because there were a lot of people out and about. So I kind of just stayed to the back streets and stuff because I just sort of felt a bit like, oh, I'm clogging up the streets. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I try and go at off times, but sometimes it's so sunny at the moment. This this Easter weekend, I can't walk because someone else can have my walk because my foot's yeah. ruined now. But you should do walk vouchers where it's like, hey, I'm not taking my walk today. Do yeah. you have my walk? Walk swaps. Well, someone came on and told us that um, in Spain you have to have a dog to go for a walk now, and so people are borrowing dogs. People oh, are going, yeah, I yeah, need yeah. Walk, can I please walk your dog? Can I take your dog? And actually, there's a few volunteer services where you can um, volunteer to walk people's animals and go to the shops for elderly people and stuff like that. I know my area in Islington has been quite good at popping little things through everyone's doors mm. so you can uh, uh, connect with people. Um, someone there said as well, you don't always understand your own loneliness. And that is so bloody true. That's almost the worst mm. one. When you miss someone and you're lonely because you're like, oh, I'm missing my mother. Then you're like, oh, there's my friend Sabrina Jaliz is saying hi. Yay. Sabrina Jaliz is an amazing Canadian stand-up who lives in LA. And if you want to see the cutest child in the world, please uh, look at Sabrina Jaliz's podcast. Her son is the cutest thing you'll ever see in your life. Are and you recommending can... another podcast? It's called oh, The Goody Goody. I know. I know. I know. And I talked about our exploding egg on her podcast as well. One, one remark about your hat. And you have just basically, I'm going to ask you now, can you recommend any books? And by books, I do not mean podcasts. Oh, so love you. And there's my friend Kitty as well. God, sure that all the gals are here. Um, so uh, uh, books I recommend. Oh, do you know what I listened to? The audio of Marion Keyes' new book, um, Grown Ups. It's the audio um, of a book like a podcast, Ashling. <laughs> Have you secretly recommended a podcast? <laughs> no, because it's fiction, Deborah. A cheeky little bit of aural listen, you know. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's not cheating okay. if it's in your ears. Ma <laughs> There's your T-shirt. Three it's women, someone is. Oh, yeah, Deb's book. Oh, I, I recommend Deborah Francis's White Guilty Feminist book. Oh, what? That's so kind of you. Um, it's not cheating if it's in your ears is a great T-shirt. and It's not I cheating mean, if it's in your ears. As well. It's, yeah. it's going to sound a lot ruder than you meant it to. Um, so Marion Keys, great oh, recommendation. Hazel Hayes, uh, someone just recommended Hazel Hayes books. Hazel Hayes is a young Irish author and I read her book uh, before it came out. Uh, she was looking for quotes for the front of it and I did it without, uh, without um, being need to be pushed at all because it's brilliant. It's called Out of Love and it's Amazing. kind of, it feels a bit like ordinary people, Marion Keys, uh, David Nichols one day sort of thing. Uh, Raven Smith, really funny. I haven't read it yet, but that's Trivial it's Pursuits so as one as well. If you would like Hello, to see Mexico. me reading some from Raven Smith's book In the Bath, you can go to my Instagram at DFDance. Pornhub. Oh, sorry. And it's, it's, it's called Doing Lines with Raven Smith in the Bath. And I read an extract. He would love you, I know, to read an extract of his book. It doesn't, doesn't have to be asked. in the bath. It doesn't have doesn't to be asked, in the bath. He will... Go off if you do that. He, he, he probably wouldn't have asked you because he'd think you're too fancy. And you, you, to be fair, you do put that out there, hanging out with Paul Rudd in a top hat. What are we meant to think? Are we meant to I do come accessible? across as very fancy. You're right. You're meant, are you meant, are you meant to I be accessible? I don't look like one of those accessible celebs, do I? No, you're you know, in a Victorian I, gentleman's hat. You look like you're going to ask it. You're hanging out with Paul Rudd. What are we meant to think? We can just ring you up and ask you to read something? No. I'm just waiting for self-isolation and lockdown to end so I can go straight to the boxes at Ascot to uh, 
finish what I started, you know, <laughs> gambling all of my cash. Um, can I ask you, do you have a feminist charity or action cause that you would like us to do and we'll make a story of it and uh, everyone will get behind it today? Yes, please. So Refuge is an amazing charity which uh, has had a lot of its funding cut. Uh, and um, on a serious note, there are lots of uh, people who are going to find self-isolation a little tinderbox for emotions in the house and not everyone's going to be safe at home. Um, if you are watching in or if you're afraid for your friends or um, who you might think they're not in great relationships, um, it's a very difficult time and I don't know what the answer is. You can't just pop over and check in that everyone's okay. Oh. Uh, someone's mentioning Women's Aid Ireland and also Refuge here in the UK. Um, uh, but I would and say try and check in with people on FaceTime or Zoom if that's possible because with yes, WhatsApp or, people can say I'm fine and you, you can't see their face. Exactly, but also not everyone's able to get to a phone and so mm. it's very complicated and very tricky. I would say I'll post some later as well and I'm sure The Guilty Feminist does. Currently on Rob Delaney's, uh, there are all of the uh, phone numbers for different places that you can call maybe when you go on your walk if you need to. So I would say Refuge uh, and Women's Aid in Ireland um, and do keep an eye out and an ear out for your friends. If your gut instinct is telling you, you know, keep poking and ask gently, because um, not everyone's uh, situation is going to be as easily sortable uh, financial situations. You know, it's, it's a tough time, so that would be right. um, okay. what I would... Uh, the, authors, the Irish authors I mentioned were Hazel Hayes uh, and Marion Keyes, uh, two um, Authors, Hazel Hayes book Out of Love isn't, it's only available for pre-order currently now. Okay. Well, I'll, book I'll, is lovely. Put the, I'll put up a story for Hazel Hayes Out of Love uh, for Blackwells where you can pre-order it, I'm sure. We're trying to link to Blackwells or other independent bookshops. Oh, great. Yes, uh, yes. Just because it's... Uh, I There's just Catherine like... Ryan. Hi, hey! Kitty. Hello. Also, also, another thing we're doing. I'm really glad Catherine Ryan's here because I'm trying to get on her crisp review uh, show. Sorry I to mean, again be mentioning something else. I mean, I've Deborah. got more chance of going on the Commonwealth Games than you have getting on that crisp review show. It's very. I'm down to my last two bags it's of tea. Very though. elite. It's very. Really Catherine, is there any chance Ashton could special guest? I know it's a very elite show, and I know, but know. I have to get. I have to get the crisps to Catherine. Our problem is logistics at the moment. So if anyone's watching from Tato, uh, we need to get some cheese and onion from the Republic, not from the North, which is a different type of cheese and onion, over to Catherine's house and over to well, my Catherine's, house. She's saying hello, but she's not giving you any commitment on the Tato's front. Uh, so just someone saying there, her best friend is bipolar and is finding it and is finding the lack of an outlet very hard. Yes, uh, um, I would say that is entirely how to find your... And I don't totally know the answer, how to find your um, uh, inner things to still you when, you when you feel like you're losing your mind a bit because the world is uh, not helping exactly at the moment. So sometimes you might be like, everything's fine, I'm being paranoid. But I would say if you can, limit your news cycle. Um, you can very kindly say, hey, I'm just going to jump off these WhatsApp groups um, so, uh, yeah, if, yeah, if things are, too, if it's too much information coming into your brain, try and kind of limit what nurtures you and what doesn't. And 
try and like even and make a list. I find writing things down, I know this all sounds really basic, but there's not loads of um, options for people at the moment mm-hmm. to, or places for people to go. Um, and sometimes writing things down, journaling, just to get it out of your head can be very powerful. So just Completely. literally get a pen and writing it down. It just, and you know what I sometimes do, even though you have to be very careful, sometimes if you have a very bad thought, write it down take it to the garden. Of course, I'm very privileged. I have a little garden and set fire to it. But be very fact, careful when you're doing that. I think that's what we were doing when we found that egg. Um, yeah. Just to say, I was not laughing at anybody being bipolar. I was laughing because Catherine Ryan wrote, Super Elite, have you ever been, in, have you ever been on any other Crisp Review shows? So I think that's very much the answer. And I think it's fair it's a unique show. I was on, I was on a, a crisp themed podcast before. Again, Deborah, I'm, I'm so sorry. Are you sorry, going to mention another I'm, bloody podcast? I'm, I'm so serious? sorry, Deborah. I mean, it's getting it was called Desert Island Crisps. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, well, the thing yes. I will say, Catherine Ryan, if you are going to review Mr. Tato at any point, uh, Alison Spittle. Well, she did Northern really- Irish cheese and onion crisps the other day, but I will be interested to see if we can get some Republic of Ireland. Uh, cheese and onion tato crisps are different to the north of Ireland. Well, I know it's a big political situation there. Alison I have been Spittle, on all podcasts. For can it. I just <laughs> say, Alison Spittle says that the Northern Ireland Mr. Tato is sexier than the Republic of Ireland Mr. Tato because he's slightly different looking. Because he's like, all right there, you fancy eating me? And that's <laughs> one, like, whoa, go on. One of them's like got a, more of a jawline. One of them's more just like generic <laughs> really? one, of them's, one of them's hotter. <laughs> The Southern Irish lad shit. is just didn't put the effort at the gym in. I think it's the I think it's the Northern Ireland one that she says she would shift. Yeah, but then is that because she's from the south? So she so he's a bit more like exotic. It, it's it's possible know. he's more exotic. Can I tell you and to everyone listening, I swear to God, this is true. And I put it on Twitter, and then so many people had the exact same experience. Until I came to England, I didn't realize that Tato was short. For potato. potato. What did you think it was? Just potato. Just a crisp brand. And I said that on Twitter. And honestly, the amount of people, Lisa McGee, who wrote Dairy Girls, she's like, what? People, my Irish people's minds were blown because we were just brought up baby potato. Because I was like, oh, I love potato. They're these Irish crisps. And they're like, oh, that's clever because they're like potato. And I was like, no, it's it's potato because. Oh my god! Uh, oh my goody aunt! It's funny, isn't it? Sometimes it just comes to you. Like I didn't ever know the Beatles were a pun, like beating, like beating oh, yeah. the drum. E A T Beatles. Big Beatles fan. Never even saw it. Terrible name for a band. Looking back, um, finally, yeah, they didn't do too well out of it. No, no, they they got the name wrong. The songs were great. They got the name wrong. <laughs> what finally? What do you think the human race? This is a big question. And then there's one little funny one. Big question. What will the human race? What will the blah Deborah, I'm it's going really well. We can edit this bit out. Potato. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you hope the uh, Catherine's saying? Potato is long for Tato. That's very, oh, yeah, very yeah. well observed. Yeah, we hadn't thought. Catherine's of that. very clever. Yeah, it's not short. Potato was not short for potato. Actually, do you know what? Catherine, do you know what? Uh, do you know what Catherine Tato is short for potato, of course. Yes. Do you know what Catherine once pointed out to me? Because I said that I'd once found out that if you get a bikini wax while drunk, it doesn't hurt. Don't ask me how I found that out. I just did. So I thought I could have a chain of uh, waxing salons that are also a cocktail bar. So you go and you have a few. You have mm-hmm. the wax, and I wanted to call it hair of the dog. 
Oh, I love that. Right, but Catherine said, Catherine, are you still there? Catherine said, no, it should be called. Is she still there? If she's still there, she'll Let's tell us what she if said. Catherine. Uh, Can you guess what Catherine said? She said, not hair of the dog. Hair of hair the cat. Of the Hair of the pussy. Yes. Hey. Very. Yes. And I was like, you were so right. You were so right. My pal Jan thought Banoffee Pie was from somewhere like the Banoffee Coast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just funny. That. Banoffee Coast. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, sorry. So the big question is, the philosophical question is, what will humanity Please. learn from this time, if anything? I think uh, a lot of our need for stuff and things and waste and uh, how much we waste, how much food we waste, mm. uh, how much um, stuff we think we need to purchase and to buy. Um, well, we're husbanding resources now. Is it feminist to say husbanding resources? I don't know. Probably not. I've never we're heard that in my life. Husbanding resources when you, you, you keep things for I don't know if my husband agrees. Um, <laughs> Oh, really? So that's a yeah. bit of a, a, a sneer. Resources. I should make husband. it generic. Spousing resources. So you're just keeping it for yourself, which I suppose is what you do with a husband or a husband does to a wife. It's just you keeping it. Not necessarily, oh. but, you know, traditionally. Um, so we're, we're wasteless. Um, wasteless. And then the other thing is, I think, um, how we view... I think we've all known that certain people in certain sectors and jobs need to be paid more. It's mm -hmm. always been very obvious to say uh, nurses and people who work in hospitals. But actually, um, for me, how we have allowed people who work for delivery companies, mm -hmm. people who work on zero hour contracts, we've sort Teachers. of allowed them to have to fight for themselves to get higher uh, wages or be living on um, mm -hmm. or get a living wage. But I would hope after this, they will all have our support in not just mm -hmm. a sort of like thumbs up in a podcast way, but genuinely we take to the streets uh, and... What do you mean in a podcast way? Are you diminishing... I didn't like just... Uh, oh, Deborah. I, I mean, since you made fun of my hat, I, I, really oh my God. I don't think we've been getting on. I love um, your hat. But I, I, I think there's, there's obviously compassion and checking in with people and stuff like that. But in a very real, practical way, people need to be paid more. People mm. need to have more rights, uh, more access to things like health insurance and, mm. and, and rights at work. And um, the wages that we expect people to uh, drive us around for, to deliver our food for us. Um, uh, uh, yeah, those are the things that I think we will now have to the people who don't do those jobs we will have to really step out and make sure that we support them when they ask for more money from the big companies well, like you. amazon is, like deliveroo um when this is over the nurses can ask whatever they someone want. they're saying my husband's do. a litter picker and he's still uh, going out every day picking up people's shit well i will if your husband wants to ask for reconnecting she's back um deb so things i said while you were away magnificent that, that, did you answer the, the did you answer sort of universal secrets while while I was on hold? Yeah, I don't want to repeat it though, Debs, because it was kind of a secret. Topic. It was magical, a bit like the egg. Finally, yeah. if quarantine was over right now, what was the first thing you'd do? What are you desperate to do? <gasps> oh, God, oh God! Well, to be honest, today when I when I bought that beer from my local pub, oh. I got so giddy. I walked back with Room. a beer in my hand. And I felt like I'd gone to, like, Glastonbury. I was like, so...
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina. 